Understanding is this. The new speaker of the house, Kevin McCarthy, gave unreleased January 6th footage to Tucker Carlson. Carlson has released a small portion of it, and it's as damning as you think it would be. It shows the uh, fella in the buffalo helmet that uh, has become an icon of terror to so many people. Uh, shows him being escorted around by Capitol Police. And it doesn't seem like he broke in at all. They actually get him onto the floor of the Senate to lead a prayer. I don't know why it always needs to be said. I don't know why I feel the need to defend myself. Uh, I guess it's because I want you to know I'm not biased. I did not vote for Trump. I do not like Trump. I'm not a Republican. I'm not conservative. I'm not a QAnon believer and I don't support what happened at the Capitol. Uh, but here's the part that should probably be edited out for YouTube. I do not care about a government building being destroyed. It's not uh, you know, a sacred temple that can't be profaned. I don't give a shit if the government had to replace some windows. I don't care, but I definitely don't support it. And the reason for that uh, are the exact things that we've seen play out over the last two years. You know, they played you. By you, I mean specifically the Trump supporters at the Capitol that day. But I mean Trump supporters in general as well. They, they tricked you into doing something. Uh, let's say something problematic. And they will use that against you for the foreseeable future. Um, you know... It's it's their new 9-11, you know, and that's a comparison that they weren't even shy about making the day the Capitol riot occurred, which, you know, I think uh, all of us who were alive to see that terrible event should call bullshit on that and uh, roast every pig that repeats that lie. But that's just me. Um, the reality is, if if this is not enough, if the things Tucker Carlson is releasing is not enough to end the, the well-established narrative of January 6th, then it is going to be something that, that they use against the right for the next 20 years. Now that we have video evidence that what I suspected all along was true, the police let the protesters in. Some in the crowd eventually got rowdy. That's it. <laughs> like this was, this was not an insurrection. This was an organized protest with a permit and some windows got broken. Now that that's been established, I'm confident the rest of my suspicions will be proven true. The FBI planned this, at least in part, which is a tactic they're known to use at home and abroad. And uh, some in the FBI have actually dodged the question directly. Um, you know, if, 
I were in the FBI, and I rather fancy myself an FBI man. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just wanted to say FBI man. Not just fun thing to say. Say it to yourself right now. Come on, say it. If someone asked me if if I had anything to do with the Capitol riot, like planning it or having informants on the inside, persuading people to break the law, I would just say no. Because I would be less worried about fibbing than I would be about uh, being caught planning what has uh, come to be known widely as a terrorist attack. But no, people in the FBI uh, just answer by saying they can't talk about it. They're not even trying to hide it. Ray Epps is a man who is on video telling people to storm the Capitol. It would not surprise me if you've never heard his name or don't know anything about him, don't know he even exists. He's on video telling people to storm the Capitol, and people yelled at him that he was a Fed. He was on the FBI's most wanted list. But guess what? He was removed from that list. The FBI looked into it. He's fine. The guy's innocent. Leave him alone. Someone's grandma has been in solitary confinement for two years because she walked into a public place. Uh, but this guy, Ray Epps, tries to convince people to storm the Capitol, and he's been cleared. Nothing to see here. Stop asking about that. It's totally inexplicable that everyone accused him of being a Fed. <laughs> and if it needs to be said, the only reason you're taken off the most wanted list is if you die or you're an informant. That is literally the only reasons you would ever be taken off that list. So look, Tucker Carlson has proven that most, if not all, of what we've heard about January 6th for the last two years has been a lie. And what does that do to you? Does it change what you believe about anything? How about everything? I know people who laugh in my face when I tell them that the, the rioters didn't kill anyone on January 6th. And yet, that is a verifiable fact that you can Google. Everyone is a single Google away from knowing the names of every person who died and how they died and seeing that I'm right. And yet, it's such a given fact that they laugh in my face. Most of the time, uh, the media is not even lying to you. They're just misleading you. Sometimes, I guess. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, wrote a tweet that said, almost 10 people died on January 6th. Well, that's a funny way to say it. Uh, why'd you say it that way, you dumb bimbo? Why didn't you just say murdered? Why didn't you say killed? Why did you say almost 10 instead of the actual number? Well, because the only person who was murdered there was an innocent, unarmed woman who was killed by the police. The others were heart attacks, strokes, overdoses. Uh, in addition to the five on that day, two police officers who were there blew their brains out months later. So AOC counts all of those seven people and says, you know, I really need to round up to 10. Like, you know, a single digit just doesn't quite sell it. And it's a very common thing to round up a single digit. So almost 10. This is the game. They're not always outright lying to you, although most of the time they are. Sometimes they, they tell you the truth in, in the most misleading way possible. 
And it's become laughable to say that the rioters didn't murder anyone because it has been so heavily implied by the way the media covers it. You don't even need to Google whether or not Nick is telling the truth. Uh, they, they refer to January 6th as deadly, an insurrection, armed, violent, takeover. No one was even armed. <laughs> I heard that some guns were taken off people who were already arrested, but that just means that they were concealed until they were searched. It's not like the guns were out and being used. I'm sure if there had been an armed person, he would have been murdered by the police like uh, poor Ashley Babbitt was. They're liars and murderers, and you have to stop listening to them. Now, I'll take this moment to tell you that I'm saying everything that I have ever said about this. I haven't changed my perspective on it at all. I've covered this topic on the podcast, uh, you know, previously, I mean, including right after January 6th. And the only difference between then and now is that I'm even more confident in what I'm saying now, <laughs> where before I had a strong, educated suspicion of what was going on. And not for nothing, I was right about everything related to COVID. Anthony Fauci today will back me up on a lot of what I was saying in April of 2020. You know, the death rate, the effectiveness of masks and lockdowns, the infection rate, whether you need a mask outside, um, you know, whether uh, lockdowns will cost lives or save them, all of that stuff. But was I right then? No, I was a crazy conspiracy theorist then. I've never gotten an apology from any of my dipshit Facebook friends who called me dumb or crazy or who, who accused me of being divisive. Nope, because it doesn't matter what happened three years ago. That's how the state keeps getting away with it. You have to have a memory longer than a goldfish. Anthony Fauci said he never advocated for lockdowns. Does that sound strange to you? Does that sound like maybe that's not true? No, I mean, he's saying it, so it must be true. But uh, I guess like three years ago, yeah, he was saying that, but I don't even remember that. Yeah. Anyone call him on that? Of course not. Nobody remembers. Nobody cares. It doesn't matter. The main character in 1984, Winston, uh, his job was actually to erase uh, records as they conflicted with the state narrative. So the state narrative would change all the time. And then as it changed, he had to go back and edit things, edit out names of people who were killed or whatever. So that, um, you know, so there would be no record of, of the state lying. They have to distract you from what they were doing a week ago in order to get away with it now. You know, here's what I've learned through all this. I'm thankful for my audience here. For those of you who listen every week, for those of you who support on Patreon, those of you who listened three years ago when I was saying unpopular things, most people don't care what I have to say, which is a shame because I'm correct basically always, and that's uh, really only a conservative estimate. You are impoverished if you don't take my advice, and yet most people don't. So I'm done. I'm done dealing with anyone who doesn't want to listen. My personal relationships are another matter, but when it comes to this podcast and who I'm making this podcast for, I'm making it for you, and I'm done with people who gladly go along with lockdowns or vaccine mandates or, you know, uh, Russia crap or January 6th narrative or any other lie that the state tries to sell them. This isn't for you. That's why I'm thankful for, for those of you who like the show, get something out of it, want to hear what I have to say, you're the future. You're the ones who are going to succeed. 
you are the ones who will not end up on boxcars. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll talk to you next week.